y'all live. <laughs> <laughs> we, we family, son. We family, son. Yeah. I'm Joe. I'm Serge, and today's special guest is the one that got away. Now I'm just playing. It's a uh, her IG is a uh, Stacy underscore way. Is it? Am, am I correct? Actually, no. Hi, everyone. I'm Stacy. <laughs> yeah, this is Stacy. You should just yeah, let up for her name. everyone who's listening. So it's actually my Instagram tag is Stacy's, S-T-A-C-Y-S, two underscore oh, way. Mm-hmm. Can't even get that right, man. Yeah, whatever. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have Stacy here, um, our second feature for the month for Women's History Month. and um, She's an artist. Yes. She's... Thank you so much. <laughs> no, thank you for joining us. And, um, well, how about yeah, you, um, you introduce yourself, um, first. Um, you introduce yourself. Okay, no problem. So, hi, everyone. I'm Stacy. Um, uh, yes, like, uh, first was saying, I am an artist. I have multifaceted, um, talents. So, I am a makeup artist. I'm also a skincare specialist. And right now, I am becoming a registered nurse, so I could become an aesthetic, uh, specialized in aesthetics and plastic surgery. As like I mentioned earlier, because I'm an artist, I like to kind of get my foot into everything. So I like that I don't limit myself. And I thought being in a nursing career would actually um, get me there. So, it's, you know, it's, uh, the irony that people have asked me what made me become a makeup artist I've always, as a child, loved Bob Ross, and I used to paint, and I used to sell my work at the local church. I used to do sculptures and things like that, and um, I've always loved to draw and kind of escape and be creative, and then growing up watching television, I saw women like Grace Jones, Misty Elliott. Mm. I thought they were so amazing so dope androgynous i love the kind of edgy short hair tomboy but i'm sexy i'm cool little kim foxy but i thought that was so beautiful yeah and um i was like how can i do that i want to cut my hair i want to do makeup like that i want to be able to play dress up and kind of be another person for the day and then as i got older and you know, I attended Fordham University, and I was a psychology major. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait. A good friend I, I don't mean to cut you off. Hold on. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> we, well, we wanted you to introduce yourself real quick so that we got your questions. You, you're, taking on, you're taking us off the show. <laughs> no, nah, you're fine. You're fine. You're doing no. great. You're doing great. But um, Okay, so the, then, okay. Um, real quick, before we get more into it. I just want to do the disclaimer. Disclaimer, if you can't take a joke, if you're super sensitive, if you're a snowflake, don't listen, but download, follow at WeFamilySon and at WeFamilySon.com. And, um... So, uh, the art. Oh, yeah, go back, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's dive into each yeah, thing no real problem. quick. So, so all right, so, Bob... Oh, yeah, oh. so going back to my college years, uh, I met a very great friend. We're still good friends now. And he used to um, do fa- the fashion shows at uh, Fordham. So we it was like a charity event. And she was like, why don't you become the makeup artist? Like, your look is 
so different, yeah. especially at Fordham. Um, you know, the type of school that it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, cool. And I did it. <laughs> yeah. What was your saying? No, yeah. And that's how it all started. And she's the one that actually pushed me to be in this field. And I'm so grateful because I've met such amazing, talented people. And I would have never pictured myself as a psychology major to be someone in the makeup industry. And uh, I did work part-time at the hospital doing psychiatric research. And then on the weekends, I was doing the makeup stuff and working for Mac. And that's where I had that duality where, you know, I have my medical and my science aspect to me. And then here comes my artistry. So I like the fact that I was able to do both and that you enjoy very much. So, so what made you look into um, going to nursing? Like, why the drastic change from doing art and artistry into? Well, she the, said that she did. She did. What she said. Uh, she no, no, she didn't. Yeah, she did. She's I like, expand on it. I mean, but like I'm saying, like he, this, she did say it. She was like, oh, like uh, you know, working in plastic surgery, you know, you could, uh, you know, it's like art. Yeah, it is. It is because. Instead of just using paintbrushes, I'm using needles and scalpels. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I thought it was a right, really great fault. concept. Yeah, no problem. I had and a guy I moment there. To, <laughs> and I love that I can, it's no problem. You can infuse psychology too because you're helping someone feel better about themselves. Mm. Um, so I'm able to, like I said in the beginning, I love that multi-capacity behind my career. And I'm able to do that. As a makeup artist, you make changes for people, but it's just that, you know, you're, you know, it's just that maybe you make someone feel better for the day um, and whatever events, a wedding or a photo shoot you're having, and then you could kind of build your portfolio uh, if that's the type of makeup artist you want to be, or you can use a platform like Instagram and YouTube and be uh, what an influencer or an educator. Mm. Yeah, and you know it's good that you have um, like a background in both. Because if you ever fuck up uh, plastic surgery, at least you know how to cover it up with makeup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the goal is not to make those mistakes, but yeah, <laughs> at least I have something else to fall on. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, you got cut lip. Just put this lip gloss on. <laughs> <laughs> and a really cool thing is that I wanted to say sometimes people feel like life is very linear and then oh if I go down the route to become a doctor that's all I can be and that's not true you know uh, I feel that you know a lot of people have talents they just have to discover what that is because we all have that ability to find that that kind of niche to themselves and um, I don't think people should be afraid of it I think you should embrace it and put that into your practice or even find a side hustle to do it. Um, like it happened to me and it did wonders for me because I met such amazing people. Um, and it made me money where I was able to save and pay off all my student loans. So that's why I was able to support myself and start a second career in nursing because a nurse actually was the one who recruited me at a before where I work now. I've been with the company a couple of years now yeah. and I was helping her at Lancome, which is a makeup brand. And she wanted something long wearing, you know, she just came out of her shift and she's like, you know, 
you know, sometimes you get so caught up with work, you know, when I want to go out, I want to wear something nice. And when I was explaining to her why this would be a good fit for her, I was talking about the ingredients, you know, it has sunscreen and all the great benefits and it's also inclusive. And I was just telling her, you know, what I know. And she just stopped me and said, what are you doing here? Yeah. Well, that's like, usually how it happens, you know, when you're not expecting yeah, life to change, it changes like, for you. What to expect when you're not expecting. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she's like, you must have a medical background. And I told her, yeah, I did psychiatric research for about seven years. You know, I transition now because, you know, I, I we could talk about that later, why I did so. So I yeah. told her, you know, now I'm doing this. She's like, no, you need to be a nurse. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> why a nurse? And she was telling me, you know, as a nurse, because um, there's so many branches that you can work in, which I didn't know about. And she's like, you could do plastic surgery, cosmetic dermatology, injections. You can do so many different things. It's not just, oh, you have to be a plastic surgeon, a medical doctor, anything like that. She's like, I'm telling you, I think it'll be a great career. I love that you're an educator. Nurses are educators because we're the front line. Before that you see the doctor, you see the nurse. So yeah. we're the first people that you see. And I'm able to make that connection with people mm. and also educate them for preventative care. It depends like what, you know, field you're in. So yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. And then she's like, Yeah, here's my card. Her name um I'll never forget was is India. Oh, and nice. this is a pretty she, name. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, you know, Please look into it. I see you in it. Don't worry about it. Not even that same week, I meet um, a counselor at a school, and she was like, yeah, I recruit people who do, like, who, like, do second-degree um, students and this and that. And I'm like, oh, my God, is this the universe telling me something? <laughs> and I told her, I was like, oh, I met a nurse. Wait, it's the universe. My name, India. Yeah, I know. It, it was. Did, did the universe go? Oh my fucking god! <laughs> and that's exactly. I had that like aha moment, and she's like, "Yeah, you need to register now." So I did. I went online, and then she's like, "Go in as a second degree student and just do it." I literally had a week to get my transcripts from Florida to get all my applications ready, and kid you not, like it was the last time I've ever saw them. But, like, those people changed my life. And I registered, and I was already in by the springtime of, like, four or five years ago. And I'm already at the finish line. Yeah, I remember you telling me. I remember you telling me, like, oh, I'll be done with school, you know, like, two years ago. It's like, I'll be done with school this day. It's it's next month, right? Yeah. Yeah, in two months. In two months. But, yeah, I remember (laughs) you telling me, it's like... Yeah, Yeah, I went through the traditional route because it gives you the ability to work. Uh, because if you do an accelerated program, which are available, and I tell people if you want to do the accelerated program, yes, you finish faster within a year and a half or two years. But I'm going to be honest: um, if you have a family or you, oh, you got bills to, to pay, yeah. you got to work. Yeah, you, you, you got. Yeah, if you can take a year and a half or two years of no money, just focus on school, then go for it. But there are programs that do um, accept transfer students. Yeah. And what's and the name of this program? A- like, what's the school? Oh, it's at Mercy College. Oh, it's at Mercy College? Oh, which mm-hmm. one? The one in, um, in uh, Dobbs? Dobbs Ferry. Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to live out there. Oh, oh look at that. Yeah, Dobbs Ferry in New York. Dobbs Ferry. <laughs> 
And yeah, and then they have the traditional route and they just introduced an accelerated program in their Bronx campus. So if anyone's interested in doing nursing, it's a great career. Um, you could do so much with it. So you could do traveling, you could work in the OR, you could work in the ER, you could work in maternity. It's just so many things that you can do. And you could always like do it for a couple of years and transition somewhere else and do this or do that. It's a really great career. It's very flexible. I feel um, that's why I, I guess, was drawn into it because, like I mentioned earlier, I like doing so many different things, the makeup, the skincare. So I thought, like, nursing would be such a great fit because I'm able to do all those things at once and still have that flexibility. Yeah, it's cool. I mm-hmm. mean... No, that's great. Yeah, Look, I mean, we love the dedication. Yeah. Like, that, that's why we, oh, that's why we reached out to you because the, the whole... The whole theme of the month, obviously, like everybody's theme is women's history. Mm -hmm. Women's History Month, Women Empowerment. So we're just trying to shed the spotlight on various women in in various backgrounds, not just comedians. Last week Mm -hmm. we had a female comic. Next week is going to be, it's you, and then after you is a a fans only girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just talking shit. You may have a new website called Fans Only. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the only one on there. No, um, we, we're working on getting another female comic on, actually. And then, um, you know, we're, we're just networking and trying to see if we get other, whether, again, whether it's a comedian. Artist. Another artist, um, somebody else who's, uh, or whatever business or. Yeah, a business owner. Because, mm-hmm. you know, not everybody has to be, it's for the, it's for the average person. You know, yeah. this podcast is for mm-hmm. the average person. We're not famous. We're, yeah. we're pretty new to this. And, you know, not everybody gets to hear, you know, real life voices like yeah. yourself. Plus, it's getting boring just being me and him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're about to break up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and wow. stop the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but not. Nah, but I, I do remember like two years ago when you was like, yeah, I just started this program. I'm nervous. Like you, like when you started this podcast today, you was like, I'm so nervous. And you, yeah, you took it by the horns, did you? Like- you know, because a lot of the students are younger. Yeah. Um, oh, she's like Doogie Howser. No, she's the opposite of Doogie yeah. Howser. She's the oldest one there, she's saying. Oh. Now, yeah. Trust me, I'm used to that. Like, I, oh, because she said a lot of students are younger. I yeah. keep thinking, you know, I've been saying I was 29 for so long. I still think I'm 29. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no... Uh, yeah, no, there's there, no more. She's going to need her psychology degree, not her nursing degree for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I... I I remember when Serge told me, and then also you had told me too that you were in nursing. But I remember meeting you. Shit, we met in Fordham when I was uh, mm-hmm. getting ready to drop out. Yeah, I yeah, 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 that's what it was. I dropped out. <laughs> that was that was fourteen years ago. Yeah. Two thousand seven was fourteen yeah. years ago. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Time flies. It does. It does. What's what are you working? Are you, is there anything else you're working on now? Like a side project you want to yeah. talk about? Oh, I have so many. So uh, I'll start with the Instagram. So with Instagram, when I first started on it, it was mostly my makeup looks because my approach is not, uh, I don't know how to, I don't want to say it to come off, but it's not very Instagram, very heavy coverage, heavy highlighting, heavy contouring. Uh, I think it's great if it fits the person's aesthetic and their approach to beauty. But for me, it was kind of like enhancing what's already there. 
Yeah. And for me, I love a very editorial approach. Something again, as I mentioned, um, I was influenced like Missy Elliott, Grace Jones, yeah. and women like that because they were just different. And I think different was beautiful. So I would do books where I would have like black or dark purple lipstick with you know yellow eyeshadow or things like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember and like you used to wear like like pink I toenails ever, at, and yeah. then you had like silver hair purple yeah nails and like orange toenails and they would mismatch yeah you know like, what the kids I call fierce every hair color <laughs> 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 yes i've had every and i love that about myself that i didn't have barriers i didn't limit myself and felt like if i were to cut my hair or do these colors that i wouldn't feel mm. beautiful because it comes from within, you yeah. know. If you have, no, I get it. Uh, like when I wear a pink tutu mm-hmm. and some brown Jordans, everybody thinks I'm weird. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I think that's cool as hell. So he dances to that song from Miley Cyrus, um, Jay's on. With Jay's on, my oh, Jay's on. Yeah, I've never heard that either. You never oh, heard that song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody's a Miley Cyrus First of all, fan here. It's not her song. She's featured on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I niggas need to get more diversified, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you could have said "Party in the USA." No, but that's not the song. There's a song where she's I rapping about wearing Jordan. I do like that song. I do like that song too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say same pearls on. She has had different um, artistic. Um, <laughs> But I would, I would say, like, different. Sorry. <laughs> different. Choke it up. Uh, he secretly no. hates Miley Cyrus. So he was like, I don't want to be. He, he oh, put really? a face like, oh, my no. God. No, 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 no he's talking shit. You can like whoever you want. He's talking shit. I was, I was drinking soda and I was choking. She was a Disney star. And sometimes, like, that's all that you know them for. Um, she was doing Hannah Montana, I remember. And she just did so well in her music career. I know she did a movie or two. Um, and I like her new album. I don't know if you guys have heard it. And I love the whole mullet look and very 80s rock star. I think yeah. it's really dope. I yeah. like that she can do that with her look. And it's not that she can. She Anyone can. But I just feel people are afraid to, to well, I mean, people express are, themselves authentically. Because people are always embarrassed to try new things. You know, it's always that thing like, what are people going to say about me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should have heard that's them. The problem. Right yeah, but, there. but it's also too like 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 I hate wearing new clothes. Like not new clothes, but like I'll order shit from like uh, this company called Stitch Fix, and I'll it, it, they'll send me shit that I would never buy for myself. But then <laughs> I'll have it for like a month or a year, and then I'll wear it because I have nothing else. And I'm like, wow, I should have been wearing these pants because they make my crotch look big. You know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> you, I, you would, you never know until you do it, and you know you might feel a certain way, but once you do it, you're you're comfortable. Like wow, this is really me, and people are accepting it. And apparently, Serge gets yeah. dressed in front of a fun house mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but look, like he's, he's right though. Yeah. Like, because I can't right. tell you how many people told us, like, don't do this podcast. Don't do the podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're it's not, hard. You're not Why? funny. Yeah, wow. plenty of people told me I'm not plenty funny. Plenty of people told us we're not funny. It'd be our own family. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> me telling him, and he still think he's funny. <laughs> you know, I had people tell me not to move out here, not mm-hmm. to leave New York. Oh, don't leave New York. You're never gonna. It's gonna. Oh, you're not gonna no. find a good job uh, wherever you're going. And. I've been doing I mean, they medicine. were right, but, you know, he's doing you a podcast something. now. No, <laughs> I, I am so proud of everything that you did and continue doing. 
Because you know why they say that? Because they were scared to make that change in their life. So they project that onto you. Sorry, yeah. my psychology thing came out. No, that's so, fine. That's, um, that's what you're here for. And you are limitless and no one can tell you can what is anything. best for you besides yourself. Yeah. Okay. So I'm so now, proud if you could that give that same speech to my hair, <laughs> that would be so great. Because <laughs> it is not limitless up there. Oh, man. <laughs> nah, no, nah, I appreciate what did, it. What did you say, Joe? Oh, I said if you could give me that, give that same speech to my hair. <laughs> I can actually because he, he's hit that glass ceiling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you saw my live, I did um, talking about hair care and the Dyson. It would definitely help your hair. Oh, mm. I gotta rewatch that. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. I, I appreciate the words of support. And and you're right, you're right. That's exactly what it was. A lot of the people who told me not to come out here or why was I leaving. You know, it was more of them try, trying to hold you back by putting doubt into your own head. Yeah. That's, that's what happened. Yep. It, that's that's the problem where... Um, Especially in the Latino community. I was going to say the hood yes. mentality. That's yeah, the hood mentality. The Latino- Niggas never want to see you leave the hood because they, they can't, can't leave yeah. the hood. Yeah. So. You know what is that concept? The crab in a barrel? Yeah, yes. I got crabs once. And they just want to hold you. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to bring you down. Yeah, so, that's true. Nah, yeah. No, it's, especially... Family. But he's right though. It, it does happen a lot in, in you know the Latino community because yeah, they they speak just from that personally, yeah. you know. Yeah, because like nah, like if you if you if you got a good idea and it's like nah, how's that gonna benefit me? That's how everybody. Oh, thinks. that's not original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you're not that funny. And We're funny. It's also their yeah. own personal insecurities. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say a lot of people are afraid to take risks. Yeah. Uh, and because they didn't take those their those kind of risks in their own life, why would you project it on someone else? Yep. You know, I, I find that strange, but at the same time, it's people wearing their insecurities on their sleeve. Yeah. And it projects in their whole energy. And once I kind of sense that, because we do, we are very in tune with who we are. And once I sense that, I'm like, alert, alert, yeah. <laughs> caution, get away from me. Yeah. You know what you it, know. it's it's that high mentality. It's not exclusive mm. to Latino people. We just say that because that's what our well, family are, is. Yeah. But I'm sure yeah, it happens right. a lot in the black community. It happens with women. Yeah. It it unfortunately yeah. it does. And that's and that's the importance of having different women from different backgrounds, different lines of work coming on and talk telling their story like you and yeah, um Jess from last week, um, is showing that, you know, some it, it even happens there where it's like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? Why, what she got that I don't got? Yeah. They even do it with simple shit. Not it's even so careers. interesting. Yeah. There's always this competition with women mm-hmm. who can do it better, who looks better doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why is he with her, and not with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I told him the and other day, just, I said it was. It's women don't. They're they're not trying to impress the the dude. They're just trying to impress the next girl. They're trying to outdo the they're next. They're trying to do the next yeah. chick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's I sad. agree. And it's something they have to look within themselves to learn to love themselves more. And I feel like not even about loving themselves but understanding who they really are and what is their purpose in life and what is their mission every day. Yeah. To get to self actualization, to healing and things of that nature. Yeah. It's fucking true. Mm. Yeah, no. It's a lot of infected people out there. Yep, and I infected I'm half of them. To... <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. And we just don't want people like that around. 
No, it was interesting. Yeah, especially they're going to accuse you of doing it. <laughs> oh, I mean, you wear those tight nice pants. How could they not? <laughs> yeah, and as women, we need to stop breaking each other down. And yes, yeah, that's why us men gave you a month. Yeah, but I hope that not only this month, but every day, women can learn to unify and get together and love each other and be respectful. To one another regardless of what they do and why they do it yeah i mean mm-hmm. it sucks but you know it's people are just so they just they just hate when it's not them pretty much it's like nah if, it, if it's not me it doesn't matter what's that got to do with me you know and it's sad but that's okay i don't think it's sad because you know what they're telling you who they really are so it's up to you to make that decision to allow or leave that situation. Most Please, people don't know. Most people don't know how to leave. People can. People. Well, I'm gonna say. I'm. Not, I'm gonna generalize for just this. This. This time, you know. But like. Mm-hmm. But it's, and it's not just women, but it's men too. Like they can do everything in their power to make you feel bad or to try to mess up your day or your life, but they just can't leave. Nobody knows how to leave. That's the biggest problem in the mm-hmm. world. Okay? Nobody knows how to just be like, you know what? I don't need this. You don't need this. I'm out. No, they'll just be like, nah, fuck you. I'm going to keep saying fuck you because you're going to pay me attention. And they're going to suck all you, your energy dry. And then just, <laughs> he's going somewhere else with that story. <laughs> you know, they're just going to pull all your energy. And it's just like, you, I, I, I refuse to give people that power. You know what I mean? That's why yeah, I, I, I have, Thank that's why you. I just walk away. Like, like I'm like, I'm done. Thank you, know? you guys for speaking the importance of mental health. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm a big advocate of that. As you guys know, I was a psychology major and uh, I worked at a psych institute for for many years. So I'm a big believer of uh, people finding their strength and their personal freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mental mental health is really important, especially yeah. um, to me because yeah. um, my dad is suffering from a mental illness. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that shit carries on with you. Like, even if it doesn't affect you now, it can affect you later. Yeah. So if you don't start mm-hmm. handling shit now, you know, taking care of your body, taking care mm-hmm. of your mind, trying, yes. to, trying to stay focused. Get enough to keep sleep. Yeah, get, yo, that's a big thing because yeah. I don't get a lot of sleep all the time. You know, drinking, smoking, yep. all that mm-hmm. shit, toxic relationships, not, yes. not, not focusing on yourself, worrying mm-hmm. about everybody else. Yeah. yeah, that shit starts building up and adding on, and then when it's too late, it's too late, and yeah. then nobody wants to help you or call you crazy. Yep, and that's the worst mm-hmm. thing to be called because once you're called crazy, nothing you say matters unless you run for mm-hmm. president. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah. So and I was gonna share also. Um. There are a couple of self-help books that I recommend and, you know, for your listeners, if anyone is dealing with um, feeling stuck or kind of wanting to get that personal freedom, learn to love themselves or like, you know, Serge was saying about um, leaving and learning to love yourself and find the strength to move on and take that moment to focus on yourself and love yourself um, it's a great book by um, a Spanish artist. His name is Miguel Ruiz. And it's The Four Agreements. Mm. I think it's such a phenomenal book. I know it came out a couple years ago. And it's just four agreements that we have to agree with 
within ourselves and we have to practice it. Yeah. I know some people love to read self-help books and they just read it, but they don't apply it to their life. Yeah, because it's one of those things that um, people, I, they'll, they'll just, it'll go in one ear and out the other because they're just so focused on what everybody else is doing is wrong yeah. and not dumb. Exactly, and I feel this book um, focuses on yourself. It doesn't tell you what to do. Um, I feel the four agreements, which I don't want to expand on for people to go and read for themselves, you can learn so much about yourself and learn to apply those principles in your life yeah. and kind of find your own freedom. And I think it's a great book. Again, it's from Miguel Ruiz, and it's called The Four Agreements. And once you read his four agreements, he has other books. He has the fifth agreement that he created with his son. And then he has the mastery of love. Mm. And that's another book that's great to also learn to love yourself. Is, too. is that the one that has like, that, that talks about like your, your, how you say, what's, the, what's, the, what's it called? Your, uh, the way you show love. I forgot what they call it. Like the way I show love is, um, I'm a, oh, the, the love language, the love language. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. Oh, okay, that's not it's the same a love book. language with yourself. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he also has the mastery of self. And mm -hmm. that's the one that his son wrote. I feel if you read them in order, like how I shared it, yeah. um, I think it goes well together like that. The four agreements, you get the four principles. It's very short. The fifth agreement is a little bit more in depth of what he talks about. The mastery of love and then the mastery of self. Mm. And then you can read um, the voice of knowledge. So what what are things you do to help you, like, um, your self-love? Like, what do you do to, like, decompress after a long day or a long week? Well, so what I do is I like to write what my goals are for the day every night. So if um, with school and work, it's a little bit difficult. And I know it's stressful, but going to the gym, reading a book... Yeah. Listening to music, uh, I like to go on Instagram, not to just be nosy, but uh, to get inspiration for, um, again, for makeup and skincare. Because, like, again, I like to give information and correct information. I like yeah. to put that in my stories and in my life because I love to teach and I love to educate. So that's what I usually do on my own time. And I also created a self-care Sundays where on Sundays I take the time with my busy schedule to give facials or do hair advice and things like that. And like that I love and I enjoy to do. Yeah. That's, um, that's ironic because Serge loves giving facials on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, and men, let me tell you guys, um, I've been looking into... For the future, doing a business for um, catering to men. Mm. Uh, and I think men also should do self-care uh, in a sense that men should do facials. And I think that men, know, you know, they do it by going to the gym or they do it with, you know, getting haircuts and things like that. So I think making a spa for men is such a interesting outlet that I want to get into because I think men also need that too. Yeah, I mean, like, I do have that problem. Like, I don't, I hate getting haircuts. I hate fucking, well, I'm, I'm not. But what is it about it that you don't enjoy? I mean, like, I like the, like, I like the after effect. I just hate going to fucking get a haircut. And then, like, even, like, buying moisturizer for my face or, like, something for my blackheads. And, like, I just hate having to do it, you know, like. That's what you call your black friends? 
<laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, you know, but it's like it's just I just it's just I don't know, like I'm not trying to impress nobody right now. So like I don't like but why you should don't I go do it to impress anyone? But I'm not gonna do it for myself because I'm lazy. Why? No. See, the reason why I don't like getting a haircut, I don't like sitting still. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like he could tell you, like we'll be watching a documentary. Like we've been watching a Woody Allen documentary lately, and I've been mm-hmm. and I'll be jumping around saying I'm a bear. Yeah. I don't know why. I just do it. I get, I get bored. I start I start you know like and it's a serious documentary. It's not like it's like supposed to be funny. And I'm not even laughing at what's going on. I'm just I just get bored sometimes, yeah. you know. And mm-hmm. I just have a hard time. Sitting. So when it comes to getting a haircut, like I don't want to sit there. First of all, I don't like I don't want this other guy touching me. Mm. You know, then he want to like I hate I hate when they try to like like talk to you. Well, that I hate when they try yeah. to talk to me because it's like we're not friends. <laughs> just, just cut my hair. Just, like, look, I, I want you to focus. So I'm trying not to talk to you so you can focus. I don't want to be that chatty Cathy that's gonna throw you off, yeah. you know. But two, but it's, you know what makes it so unique? You could do an express um, spa moment, so you get a haircut within 15 minutes in and out, and you could book a service like that. Mm. And you still get your self care in, so you have a fifteen minute window to you know do a quick facial while you're getting your hair cut. No one's talking to you. You have those fifteen minutes with yourself, and then you come out looking fabulous. Like yeah. why not? Why men cannot do that? I mean, there are dudes that do it, but then sometimes like I, but that's not like super cuts. I'm not really no. But she's talking like like you know like. Not, I'm not just saying metrosexuals, but like there's dudes that they take care of, they get their oh, eyebrows yeah, done, manicures. and they, I don't, I don't yeah, like, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a nail biter. Yeah, yeah, I bite so, my nails like crazy. I'm never getting a manicure. Yeah, so I'm just saying like there's dudes that do it. If it's usually dudes that do that, like ninety percent of the time they full of themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and I don't like to be lumped into that group. Yeah, like I'm definitely like I'm not, I'm not a conceited at yeah. all. I'm as humble as I can can be. You know, for I'm not even you know, really that confident. But, but you I'm definitely not that confident. Yourself does not make you vain I, I, it might not make you me vain but, yourself, but the people that it does but, make vain they kind of gotta get lumped into that same thing yeah. it, it's like it's like my, the perfect example like the puerto rican superman you know what i mean it's like you go to the, <laughs> say you go to the 116th festival right and there's a cop there right so three guys just walk by with a puerto rican flag on their neck you know the yeah, puerto, puerto rican, rican superman, superman drunk as fuck if they they fucked mm-hmm. up the cop now here I come. I don't drink. I don't smoke. But you're wearing a Puerto Rican. But I'm wearing, I'm wearing a Puerto Rican T-shirt, or or I got a, like a little flag in my hand or something. Now I'm already, gen. I'm already generalized. Like, yeah, oh, you're just like, the, yeah, you're just like them. You're just like them. And it's like it's the same thing that I don't. I don't want to be like, oh, you do that, so you're this. You know what I mean? So that's why I yeah. I do what that's I do when I do it. I never outwardly promote anything. Like I, I don't I don't go around going I'm Puerto Rican. Look at mm. me or. I'm a Yankees fan. Yeah. You would never see me with a Yankees sticker on my car mm-hmm. or Knicks sticker or Giants. Those are the teams I root for. Never yeah. put Monday. Because you don't know who's around mm-hmm. and people have their perception. Once they see that, like when I see somebody with a Cowboy sticker, yeah, right, I already know they're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because most Cowboy fans mm-hmm. are assholes. I've met enough of them to, to make that assumption. And I may be, and obviously there's the exception and not every single one's an asshole. But I've met enough where I'm like, Nine out of ten times, they're going to be asshole. Mm-hmm. And, like, in his story, in that scenario, they're thinking mm-hmm. every Puerto Rican I see from here on out it's is a drunk, yeah. belligerent asshole right now because of the day it is, the time of the year, mm-hmm. and he's got that, he's repping, yeah. you know? So that's why I never go around doing that. That's why 
the I, last thing I identify is as a Puerto Rican, you Superman. know? No, just Puerto Rican in general. I don't go around like, oh, I'm Puerto Rican, you know? Like, like especially when it comes to, like, us doing the podcast or doing stand-up. Yeah. Like, we want to be known as comedians first. We don't want mm-hmm. your laughs because mm. you're Hispanic and you think you should be laughing because mm-hmm. you should be showing Hispanic support. Yeah, like, you I should could, be laughing because you think it's funny. Like, I would definitely not, if I, if I did, say, be successful in my comedy, like, I, I don't want to do, like, a Spanish, like... Like you know, special. you don't want to placate to yeah. Demographic. Like I don't want to. I don't want to have fucking Carlos Mancia like going on before or after me. You know what I mean? And he's then not, f- he's done. And then <laughs> fucking you know. <laughs> but I guess but you get what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be like oh, fucking George Lopez, like or Luis Guzman yeah. introducing me. Like oh look at you know my Puerto Rican brother. I'm like nah, son. Yes, yeah, just say Joe. Just say Joe. I'm not, I like mm. I, I don't want I don't want that extra thing. Cause like, cause like look at when they introduce Dave Chappelle, do they go my black brother? Or, oh, you may have seen him in several black movies. Like, nobody yeah. does that. But with Hispanics, there's that, you know, yeah. that you got to rep your shit super hard. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's what they want to classify you and, and do that, you know, and, and I mean, mm-hmm. and portray you as. And that's what me and him try to avoid. It's not like, oh, we hate Puerto Ricans. I mean, there are some Puerto Ricans, but it's mostly family, yeah. you know, but that's for a whole nother reason. Yeah, but I mean, I might have got us a little off topic. Topic. No, but I was trying, to, but I was trying to say like with the dudes that do do that with the. Oh yeah. Most of the time, like sorry, like from my personal experience, like you know, when I was in the army, like I knew a bunch of dudes that got their air, their eyebrows thinned out, you know, oh, yeah, like they always had their right. nails done, <laughs> and you know what I mean. <laughs> so, then they were all assholes. You know what I mean. So it's like I never wanted to be that dude. Like, don't ever like. Yeah, but again, you're taking that personal. So make and create your own aesthetic, which you have already shared that your aesthetic is more low key, um, you know, just freshly groomed, nothing that stereotypes you with, you know, certain brow or beard or anything like yeah. that. Just make it, just make it you, and it's possible. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like I try not to wear kung fu geese. Because <laughs> got cheeky eyes. Because my eyes, and everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, you teach? Let me get some. How much are your lessons?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I go, "Oh my fucking good!" Go. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, you you get it, you know. So I'm sure, I'm sure you look. I'm sure that there's people who make assumptions about you. Like I'm, like mm-hmm. you were telling us before we started recording that. You're trying to like push it like that's in- informative. Like you're trying to give out help mm-hmm. and tips and or or show off your dogs, and and people will respond to you with something that has nothing to do with that because of how you look and no. who you mm-hmm. are. Right. Um, and I get it because we're in an industry, especially in beauty and health, that's very sexualized. So it's like beauty sells, your look sells, and as you can see how the Kardashians and other people um, in the industry have monopolized from that. Yeah. So I get where you're going with this. I mean, just to make a sex tape. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so people, you know, they have such a huge platform and the difference they've made in beauty has, oh my God, grown exponentially because, yeah. you know, being in the makeup industry for over 10 years, before people were open to trying different looks based on, hey, what would look good on me? I'm looking for a red lipstick that looks good on me. And now it has become, oh, I want this color because so-and-so is wearing it. Kim Kardashian's wearing it. I want want the same shit that Kylie's wearing. Mm -hmm. 
when I worked at Mac, it became where the classes were, um, you know, educated and it showed women how to do brows and men too who participated in the class because we had, you know, uh, all kinds of people, children, I mean, I don't say children, but adolescents and uh, teenagers. We had young adults, men, women um, doing the classes and then it became, okay, now we're doing um, an influencer-based class. Yeah, and that's where a lot of artists in the industry, and I started to see that shift where people were like, "I'm not an artist anymore because you want me to to make you look like someone else." Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, and, and it's scary. Um, I don't know why, you know, I want to look like somebody else, you know. And I feel like, like I mentioned with the books, that's it's really finding that love within yourself to kind of accept yourself for everything that you are. Yeah. Um, and once you see that, I, I feel you're able to um, accept yourself and find the beauty within yourself. You know, like that's why nursing to me is so important because, you know, we're sitting there educating uh, women and men um, about those things and also being in aesthetics. I wouldn't want, uh, a future client to say, oh, can you do my high cheekbones like Bella Hadid or yeah. so-and-so? And I'm like, no, you know, let's sit here and let's talk about your anatomy. And, you know, I, oh my God, you guys have no idea how much I can't wait to kind of have a plan. I, I already feel like I do now, but just yeah. kind of having a concrete plan on my approach on beauty and people actually learning their own anatomy understanding their own bones understanding their own symmetry yeah. you know and um say okay why do you want high cheekbones it's not okay that's what you want here i'm gonna inject that or oh i want a nose like this why because everyone has a, a bridge on their nose or i want the fox eyes i don't know if you're familiar with what that technique is what is that so the, the eyebrow, what no? so fox yeah eyes. it's called fox, fox eyes but as you can see, if you've ever seen a fox in the way their eyes, especially on the ends of the eyes and brow tip, it actually goes up and out. Oh, kind of like a mustache, so what, like when the guys curl mm -hmm. their mustaches up. So what they're doing is they're doing PDO threads that actually help promote collagen and give that lift to the eye. It's not permanent, mm. but it's just a technique that I've noticed in the industry that's just been growing. Why? Because of these models and influencers of social media. Everybody mm. wants to look like somebody else. Does it mean it looks good on them? I, I don't know. It's highly subjective, you know? Yeah. But for me, um, you know, beauty is, is unique and special and you should make it unique to your own um, aesthetic like mm. even myself like when I look at myself and even when I'm on live and everything else like I have very rounded bones mm. you're like what does that mean so if you take out all the fats and muscle and everything in my face you're gonna see that <laughs> the edges and everything around my face is very soft and very round so let's say I were to um do the fox eyes. Yes. Because I'm lifting and stretching um, up and knowing that I have that kind of um, anatomy, would it be aesthetically appealing or balancing on my face? 
absolutely not. Mm. That's like me doing a cupid's bow where uh, even with the makeup or even with fillers, if I already have a rounded aesthetic appeal to me, why would I do fillers where my cupid's bow is pointed and angular? Mm. So you recommend so that we get cupid's eyes, cupid's arrows, <laughs> cupid's, no. bow. cupid's bows. No. <laughs> I would have to make an assessment first. Mm. with what I see and we could come out with a plan that would work best for nah, you. Nah, I, I don't need to work. Um, you, you can't work on perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, there you go. I, just I have... love the confidence. And, it's the and pants. I always do. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's great. So um, the same thing like with my nose, like if I were to make it more pointed or more whatever, I, it just wouldn't go well on my face. And yeah. I tell people that like, even when it came to makeup, you know, I would have a client say, oh, I want to show me a picture from Instagram. And I would be honest. I was like, well, you don't have the lip space or look for, I'm not saying it's going to look bad, but with your bone structure and looking at your skin, your color, mm-hmm. a feel of your personality. Yeah, I do a, a personality assessment the first couple of minutes to get a feel of who you are. Mm-hmm. See if you identify as a box. Yes. Yeah, and I feel like, you know what? <laughs> That this is the type of makeup look that you exude. Like you exude a goddess. You give me this you feeling give me foxy of vibes. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what I would do on their makeup. So, so what do you what do you give a guy that gives you asshole vibes? Do you like just? Like, do you just put a brown nose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's interesting. Um, you. <laughs> I've had clients I've been difficult. So when, if they don't take my advice and that's okay, and they say, I don't care, just do what I say, I, I give them their look. I, I yeah. do it. Um, and, and then and you show them like a then, before and after picture, like, this is how good you could look, but you want to look like this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I show, I let them see it while I'm doing it so they can see the process. And, um, I mean, when it comes to like a class setting, like let's say, oh, I want to do eyeliner like this. And I'll say, well, because of your eye shape and the way that it is, an eyeliner like this will be more flattering on you. Let me show you. So I'll show the client and I'll say, okay, here, now do the eyeliner the way that you like from this person that you showed me. Mm. And then they're like, oh, wow, you're right. I've noticed like this kind of eyeliner looks better on me. You know, oh, what about your eyeliner? I was like, well, I do my eyeliner this way based on my own anatomy. I don't do it because this person online did it or uh, or, or anything like that. And that's what I miss about growing up in, in makeup artistry. We had, you know, masters like Kevin Aquan. You know, we have Alex Fox, so Val mm. Garland. Like a lot of people don't know, who, you know, Scott Barnes. They had books, even Bobby Brown. You know, they were makeup artists. If you wanted to know tricks and tips, Bobby you would have Brown, to go. The singer? Yeah. No. <laughs> She's a female uh, makeup artist. Oh, I was going to say, because I heard they call him Bobby Brown nose. <laughs> yeah. And she, and we have these artists who would show their work through books. And it was never like, this is how you highlight and contour. It, it, and it was kind of like, you get an idea, but you make it your own. You know, I think that sometimes all that Instagram putting a concealer all the way from the bridge of your nose, all the way as a triangle to like the end of the brow. I think it's it's not fine on everyone. 
And I feel when people learn, again, from the book and just learning of who their anatomy is, who they are, and their aesthetic, they could have a different approach yeah. to beauty. Um, and that's why I always wanted to exude and people to learn about themselves and then I can enhance those features. Yeah, no, I hear you. So I just got a question about the fox eyes. Did you ever find out what the fox says? What, what the fox says? <laughs> yeah, what does the fox say? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. You know what? I would say if I was a fox, stop making coats and um, accessories out of me. That's what Aww. the fox should say. That what? Don't make accessories out of me. <laughs> that's what the fox should say yeah. yeah who wants to make fox skin and stuff that's why you use polar bears they're way or, better or kittens yeah oh, no. I, I love cats uh, we're joking we're joking be you. I know you know you know um, back to what you were saying about uh, self care you know how Serge's um, Serge's favorite pastime and how he does the most self care is by um, making music have you heard any of his songs it's, it's been no, pretty popular no I haven't Okay, so wow. he, he has two hits. He has one that he made for Women's History Month. Hold on, check it out. Okay, okay. Women, 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 and women. <laughs> so you- wow, this is such a great start. Does, I like it. Does that make you want to be it's like happy. a stronger woman and get out there and like attack the world? Yeah, it does. That's exactly what he wasn't going for. And it makes my heart smile. So, good job. Oh, if you think that makes your heart smile, he also made this song that we later found out was a love song. Check it out. It's called... Okay. It's called Bitches. 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 I love it. I don't know. I love it. I don't know if you heard me come in at the end of of that song. If you listen real close... You hear that the the fact that it's a love song because I I yell out I'm in love nigga watch bitches 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 oh, I'm in love nigga <laughs> oh I love it I love it all oh, for all the bad bitches out there I yes love it. Mm. and the bitches yeah. who are just bad <laughs> I love it I love it right. yeah why are you snapping so long are, are are funny and it's just it's just happy so it's a really nice. That's what I was going for. Thank you. Yeah, great job. Did you happen to check out the Grammys? Because Serge wasn't nominated. I feel like it was robbed. (laughs) I do. I do. No, it's so early. Maybe next year. For sure. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably. For sure. Trying to win a Woody, too. (laughs) What? What? You want me to wait, what? You know, the porn awards. Oh, oh, I, okay. We just finished watching the Woody Allen documentary. You threw me off. I'm like, is that what? That you want award? Not, not the Woody, is that how you want to win? Not the Woody Allen Award. I remember um, watching years ago, they actually do have uh, an award show for that, right? Yeah, yeah the AVN Awards. They, yeah. yeah. And that's what they win. Mm-hmm. They win Woody's. Yeah, you're right. Oh, they win Woody's. Yeah, but oh, Joe thought okay, I wanted to win that. a Woody Allen. Yeah, I, that documentary's been in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird, that guy. Um, yeah, he's something else. Yes, yes, he's exactly what we don't want to talk about. Women's history. No, 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 no. You could talk about it. I would say that that's a topic. But we did watch a movie that uh, you personally recommended. And I, and I was yeah. already going to watch it, but I was like more encouraged and excited to watch after you gave it such a good review. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, yes, yes. 
life. Uh, Fred uh, Hampton. Frank Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hampton, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. I was gonna say, what do you mean, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton play, that's oh, man, getting some um, more culture, dude. That shit sucked, yo. It did. <laughs> I think it's a great way you guys brought that up. For anyone who hasn't seen it, please go watch it. It's such a great, powerful film. Yeah. Um. Again, I, you could kind of see how unification is what threatens mm-hmm. um, the government. And it just shows it could be your own people. Mm-hmm. Um, that could also be a part of that um, breakdown. They don't want to see you unifying and doing better. Yeah, they don't want to see us building each other. About up. That crab in a basket concept. Mm-hmm. So you definitely saw that in the film, and it was very emotional. It was, it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Great actor, great that like the people that they put on were pretty yeah, good. Yeah, really good okay. writing, really yeah. good acting. Yes. Yeah. Very accurate. Very surreal. Yeah. You know, with everything going on today. And like you said, everything we talked about earlier, like it's it's not just a race thing. It's it's a culture thing. It's a culture thing. Yeah. Yes, yes. And you see that even to this day. Mm -hmm. So um we have to do better. We do have to do better. And I like that um the like you were um saying everything about the movie was factual there was yeah. no like oh hollywood or like let's make this more dramatic or more this like this is exactly what um was in the right correct history not the textbook but of course the correct um history of his yeah um his movement yeah i mean that's, i mean that's what's going on in the world right now like the only problem i think what's happening now is that we don't like like the Black Lives Matter. They don't really have a charismatic a chasm. How you say the word? Charismatic. Why? I mean, charismatic. Charismatic. Yeah, yeah. A charismatic <laughs> leader. You know what I mean? Like they 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 need somebody to be out there for them. Like they need somebody like to to inspire them because like you know it's one thing to be like this is wrong. I'm gonna say something, but you do need a face because if you if you don't have that face, then then you really don't know who like who can you need a leader. Yeah, and, but at the yeah, same time, but, that movie... Um, oh. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, but oh. I was going to go to what Serge was saying. Well, whatever leader was out there, let's all be real, they all got killed. That's so, what I was going to say. No, no it, but it, I'm saying, it, but at the end of the day, look, everybody, they, they're always going to... There's got to be a, a martyr. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, like, look, it's sad to say, but, like, okay. Martin Luther King, Mal- Malcolm X, you know, him. Fred Hampton. Yeah, it's like, their deaths are tragic, but at the same time it may have been necessary to make the people really want to do what they needed to do. Yeah. But then when you look at how, how progress really didn't progress. Yeah. But there's less progress now without having somebody there to inspire them. Yeah. But it's hard to, it's, it's hard, up, it's but that's, hard that, that's the problem. Be that one person though. Yeah. It's hard, but you know, like somebody has to step up, you know, like it's, 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 uh, you know what I mean? Like I can't do it. I don't, Think it's fair to put someone else with that kind of responsibility. But, we have but to find no, all within ourselves to be the revolution. Every single one of us. Yeah, but, but a lot of people, we all have it in ourselves. But like what he was to, saying, to like people are afraid, and if they mm-hmm. see if one person is strong, it's easier for another person to be strong. If if nobody yeah. can, if if everybody's second guessing themselves, then it's a then that's where the problems start, yeah. and that's when you get the people who are gonna like they're gonna second guess themselves, and then they're gonna be easily influenced by the opposite side. But you also mm-hmm. gotta remember we live in coward culture. 
Yeah, it's it's different than those yeah. times. Yeah, yes, people true. people were willing to go out for a cause. Yeah, people who were let's be real, let's be real. A lot of people who were marching weren't there because they thought Black Lives Matter. They were there behind the G. Because I remember I be I was in D.C. They, yeah. when that happened yeah. when mm-hmm. Trump fucking um attacked all these niggas. Excuse me, I don't mean to say it like that, but you know what <laughs> I, I mean. You like when they know the show, they heard yeah. the disclaimer. We didn't I, mean I don't like mean it that. like that, but you know what I mean. Like when when Trump had these p- people moved physically, you know what I yeah. mean. Like right on that street, like a couple of days later, that's when they put up the Black Lives Matter on the on the ground. Ground, yeah. And then mm-hmm. if you go there after a certain time, there's women doing yoga, like white women doing yoga on the Black Lives Matter because there's no cars allowed to drive over there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like. How is that okay? You know what I'm saying? But it's not just for the gram. They're also doing it because a lot of people were just looking for any reason to get the fuck out of the house because yeah. of the pandemic. Yeah. Like, think about how many mm-hmm. fucking less proud boys we probably would have seen outside. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, these yeah. motherfuckers were out there protesting and marching before the whole George Floyd yeah. and all that shit started when they were getting mad mm-hmm. about masks. Yeah. And it was just because they didn't want to be home. Yeah. Even though they literally do nothing when they're not at home. Yeah. And, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And and then it's not only just that, it's the coward culture in that everybody's afraid to be vulnerable. Yeah. To be vulnerable mm-hmm. to be their actual self. They all think they need to be something fucking special on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Which is why everybody's Instagram is exactly the same. It's usually fake. Yeah, everybody wants to be woke. Everybody or, wants to hit the know. angles and be Oh, yeah. look at me. I ate cauliflower today. I'm fucking healthy. Oh, I'm eating this vegan meal. I love animals. But yet they fucking got like a fur coat. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Or, gator shoes. Or, or they ran over like three squirrels on the way to work. Well, are you going to bring that home. up again? Okay, I did not see the squirrels, okay? I you said it was a bunny. <laughs> it was a bunny. <laughs> and I saw him jump in front of me too. I was like, is he going to stay? And, then, and not even that. How many people just want to do shit like just for to their video to go viral, like when they were going mm-hmm. around sucker punching people. Yeah. Or just yelling shit out at McDonald's. Yeah. Like they wouldn't do mm-hmm. that if there was no camera. Nope. And that that's that's the problem. Like they said, the revolution would not be televised. It ain't about the fucking cameras. And that's the problem. Everybody's yep. worried about the fucking cameras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's like the I pro- always say like, you know, sharing that on your Instagram, what is that really gonna do? No. Um, what policies are you participating in to make to, so we can have this systemic racism that we're experiencing yeah. and, ma- and being that change? Yeah, you're so right. It's like, you know, going back to, say, oh, we need a leader, we need a leader. Everybody wants to be a leader, and we all are leaders. No, everybody guess, wants to be like, a chief. Nobody wants to be an Indian, but then when it's time to get work done, everybody then, wants to and, be in charge. And then yeah. when everybody gets their work done, they can be like, you can't say Indian, and then they start a whole other <laughs> fucking argument, and nothing gets done, because yeah. everybody wants to just silence everybody. Yeah. Like, just like when he fucked up, and he didn't even fuck up. That's how we talk. We call God, We call people, as a group of people, like, yo, look at these niggas over here. It has nothing to do with their race. But since it, that topic mm-hmm. in the context, people are going to misconstrue and be like, he said this, and that's not what it was. Instead of listening to the actual message that he was saying about what happened. Right. And that's what happens. It's true. There are a lot of people who want to be chiefs and no Indians. And that's mm-hmm. an old saying. Maybe it's outdated and it sounds insensitive. Grow the fuck up because you got to crack a few eggs to make omelets. Yeah. But mm-hmm. also too, like with that, what she was saying about the uh, the camera thing is like, remember the remember the dude that was beating the shit out of his kid in the heights on the train station? Yeah, remember that? Like he was slapping the shit out. Yeah, it was some dude was recording this guy beating the shit out of his kid. Yeah, it was a instead of calling instead of calling the cops. 
Yeah, there's this guy I follow on Instagram. His name is like Myson General. I don't know. Okay. How to, and and he shared this video that was going around about this. Um, apparently it was these kids' parent, um, dad or stepdad, whatever. He was mm-hmm. he was their guardian. He was at with that point. them. He was with them. Yeah. So he technically he's their guardian at that point. They're waiting for the train, and he's just beating up on the daughter yeah. or the young girl. Punched her in the face, mm-hmm. and then when the boy was like not responding to him or not listening, he started hitting him too. And me and Serge are watching the video saying, this is fucked up. But at the same time, at what point do you stop recording the fucking video and call the cops? Yeah. Or why aren't you signaling for somebody else to call the cops because you're recording? Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's the problem. It's more important to catch that so the world can see than it is to save those kids' lives. Because they could have went home and not have been there the next day. You know? Yeah. So... Yeah, like, yeah, all right, cool. Maybe you couldn't have stopped them right then and there, but you could have got the ball rolling a yeah. lot quicker. Yeah, you could have. You know, it's like those people who heard that kid, that 10-year-old being beaten, uh, what was it, not last weekend, the weekend before, and that was in in the Heights again, in yeah. St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas, yeah. Yeah, and it was wow. in the projects over there. The kid got beaten by the, st- by the mom's boyfriend. For two days. For two days yeah. straight and was found unresponsive with broken ribs, lacerated um, spleen, and pronounced dead. Ten years mm-hmm. old. Mm-hmm. And, wow. And you know people heard no it. Clue. Yeah. And, and you know people heard it, but they're more important. They're, nope, everybody, it's that coward culture. I don't want to be a snitch. Yeah. If you, you know, every. Yeah, every, like every, people mind their business. Yeah, yeah. don't be a mm-hmm. bitch. Don't be a snitch. Snitches get stitched and you get scared. You get that. Yeah, but you know what that whole snitch thing is like. All right, if you if if you in that game, like if you a drug dealer or you just a, you you some kind of mobster, I get it. You're not snitching because that's that's your lifestyle. But if you just walking down the street, yes. and you're not a gangster and you just like in college or you just work at Seven Eleven, like what, what, that's got nothing to do with yeah, you. Like, and, but you fucking you see something bad happen, you can say something. You didn't agree. You you're not in that life to be like yeah, nah. You didn't take an oath. You're yeah. not banging. You have no like the whole point of snitches get stitches is the fact that we're in this together. Mm-hmm. We're doing dirt together. So if I go mm-hmm. down, you go down. And if you try to take me down, I'm gonna take you down. Yeah. But when you're not in that, and you're just a bystander, and it's something like and you know not to not to make it not to trivialize it, but dealing drugs is not the same as beating on children. Yeah. Or or, or human trafficking or rape. Those are three different things. They're all wrong. Mm-hmm. But but I'd rather let you sell drugs. But if you are some gangbanger, like your shit is, I want to protect my turf. I want to sell drugs. Whatever your fucking whole initiative is. But if you see mm-hmm. a kid getting beaten or hear it, and you don't do it because you don't want to look like a snitch, you're an you, idiot. Yeah, you're an idiot. And, and honestly, that's the most cowardice thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Like you're not you're not tough. I don't care what you rap, how many people you got. You're still a coward. You know, and, and, and that's and that's why shit like that never gets gets any better. Like why like he said, why the progress when it comes to yeah, Black Lives Movement. I feel we don't have that sense of community even in our own like I, you said this happened in the neighborhood. Like, come on, we have no concept of community mm-hmm. at all. And even, you know, going back to to the movie, it's again unification by numbers. Yeah, you saw mm-hmm. how Fred Hampton got the Hispanics involved yeah. and everyone like it, it, it's amazing, but that's the problem here. We, we're so, we're, I think instead of taking two steps forward, taking two steps backwards. Yeah. And this concept that 
uh, mentality is because maybe the resources in the community aren't there. Maybe there aren't people like ourselves who are there to kind of, hey, guys, this is what's going on, and this is the things that you can do to yeah. be that change. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and once they see that, again, it's like you incite them with that positive energy, mm-hmm. and then they can, you know, again, continue that cycle. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, they need somebody to make them feel good about themselves. That's what it is. They need to have somebody to be there to be like, not like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be there for you. It, but you'd have to be there for me too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what I said. They need somebody like, charismatic, like, charismatic. Yeah. charismatic. <laughs> this way the person could inspire them, you know, like, it, yeah, people are inspired. Cause like, that's wrong, you know, but you also need somebody to uplift you to make, to let you know, like you're not in this alone, you know, cause you have a million people taking accountability. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like this is wrong and this is what you can do to be better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I feel like no one's doing that because if it's continuing, it's because the people around them is embracing that failure. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to need you so, to stand up, Stacy, and report um, Serge to the police because I broke his chair and I feel like he's going to beat me for two oh days straight. <laughs> I don't know if you heard it in the background. Yeah, his leg broke in the middle brilliant. of this podcast. Hey, I'm holding <laughs> on to it because I don't want to let him get it. Please like don't beat me with it. <laughs> No, no, that's not for mobile. He's like, he's like, oh, you like playing with my wood, huh? <laughs> nah, I know this, this is revenge for his fucking microwave plate. And my couch. Let's not forget that. I paid for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to fix this chair. <laughs> <laughs> no violence, guys. If no, you guys no. want to talk about it, just talk about it. Address it. Say, hey, you don't really like your chair. And, and find out why you know you like that chair and they come to a compromise mm. and everyone can be happy mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I still don't trust them <laughs> <laughs> well no. I think that's a personal problem Joe you gotta mm. find within yourself why you have those trust issues mm. you have to address them head on why do go. I have trust issues because <laughs> the white man <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. nah but oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. We it, it's it's hard because there's a a lot of um a lot of people who do speak out and try to be motivational, uplifting. They get knocked down. Mm-hmm. No, not even. You find out that it's all for clout. Oh yeah. You know, there's so many of these people who put out these videos and and all this other shit, and then you find out they're pieces of shit themselves, mm-hmm. or they're not really out there. Yeah. You know. So it's it's. I mean, look at. Yeah, I'm I mean, it's I mean, a, that's a tough one because like he do he do he be does, there. But he doesn't. Yeah, you know. He, like, he used to. But he's old now, though. You know what I'm saying? But even then, there was still debates, dude. Because that's been a running joke that Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton. Yeah, but you guys remember? Jackson. Yeah, but you also gotta remember too. Like that's that. Like the news isn't always a hundred percent. You know what I mean? So like, no. yeah. I mean, Al Sharpton, he might have skeletons in his closet, but yeah. there's nothing that they've really got on him because he's there you know what i mean like he's not a he's an old man now and like i'm not like i'm not the biggest fan of al sharpton but at the end of the day so i'm like he's he's what he's what people need like if you need somebody like he used to be johnny cochran right is that the the one who fucking mm-hmm. protected oj yeah defended oj like i will protect you oj stand behind me <laughs> you know what i'm saying so it's like you know once people see him it's like oh boy now we gotta deal with this motherfucker yeah and so just him being there sometimes may be enough 
Yeah. You know, because they're like, we don't, we, you know, he might not be at like a rally or, or a protest, but he's there when the cameras are on, you know, mm-hmm. and he can, he's got a big mouth. He can, he can get on the radio that same day, no he problem. Has, he has a big audience. Yeah. yeah so, so it's like, travel. and, so and you gotta remember, he, do a lot, he does more just, just being there. And just then, and also, like, people listen to stuff they hate, and people hate him. So, so most of listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, one day they're gonna hate us. They're all gonna hate us. Because the white man. <laughs> nah, but I feel if they get somebody like that's real char- char- charismatic. You are. Her- uh, you hate that word, uh, man. That they, that you know they. The word of the day. Yeah. That's what we're gonna name the episode. Careful, charismatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, they, they. I feel like they 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 will get more done. Not not they not that they're not getting anything done, but I feel like. They'll inspire more people to want to be there. Like he was doing, like that dude That's was doing. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah, like, okay. like like what he was doing. He was like, you know, what was he making everybody say? Like, uh, I am... I am a revolutionary. Uh, yeah, exactly. So like, even if you weren't... Yeah, you, he manifested that. Exactly. So like, And I think it, it's just you can't put that responsibility on responsibility on Fred alone. We are all revolutionary. Yeah, but so people don't know. Do people don't think that way. until they're told that. Like people don't people don't have that that courage or that that idea in their head until it's told to them. Like you, like but you, you are revolutionary. Like we spoke about, you need some chiefs and you need some Indians. You can't have all chiefs and no Indians. Yeah, you but every, but that's what I'm saying. Everybody wants to be balance. a chief, but only on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and that's and, that's dumb. And that's and, dumb. and the thing is, with me and Serge, see, we 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 know what's right from wrong. Yeah, you know, we 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 know, you know. Obviously, when you when you talk to us and when people hear us, they're like, "Wow, they sound very." You know, I hate that fucking term, but everybody will probably be like, "Oh, they sound pretty woke." We're not woke. We're nah. just not stupid. All right, you don't need to be woke. That's a fucking antiquated term. Plus, I'm saying and that. it just and it just <laughs> it just and it just and it just tries to like you know and, and that's that that goes back to that thing that Sir said. He doesn't want to get his eyebrows on his head or or manicure because. He doesn't want to be lumped into that. So I never present myself as I'm the woke guy because then they paint mm-hmm. you in that picture like, mm-hmm. oh, you're that guy. Yeah. You're just going to be outraged, outraged for outrage. Yeah, but that, it shouldn't matter, guys. Why? Because mm. you know who you are and that's all that No, matters. but it's also like when some, somebody be like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm a comedian. They be like, oh, so tell me a joke. I'm like, you know well, what, Nick? But, I do taxes, okay? I'll give you some tax <laughs> advice, you know? <laughs> but, but, but it's funny That's it's funny he says that because that's another reason why I don't go out there and try to act like, you know, I'm Mr. Woke Guy. Because at the same time, we are comedians and we do make fun of the sensitive topics. And we do push those boundaries and cross lines. And mm-hmm. we still say the word nigga. We're not, we're not saying, we're not those people saying, you shouldn't say nigga, you should say brother. Like, if that's what you want to do, cool. But... You know, if mm-hmm. we're not saying it in a demeaning way, and that's how we grew up, that's the way we talk, especially among family, mm-hmm. and then that's what we are, hence the name of the show, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we could give our views, and, you know, we're not telling you that we're um, right. we're 100% right or that you're wrong if you disagree, but at the same time, you know, if we make a joke, we, we don't want to dilute any progress, anything could be made from us trying to spread mm-hmm. the word by people saying, mm-hmm. oh, this is the guy you're following, the guy who makes fucking, you know, gay jokes or, or black jokes or women jokes. Yeah. We've made jokes about everyone. We've made jokes about Puerto Ricans. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, people are trying to dilute that shit. And... I have a question. Mm-hmm. Why does it matter? Because we have to explain ourselves. 
Yes. No, you don't. That's that's not the world we live yes. in. Where we don't yeah. have to explain. No, it. no, you you well, well, we create may not... your own reality. Yeah, okay. but you also, but guys... but also too, like let's let's just say Woody Allen, right? Let's say he he didn't molest his child, and this it was all a, a scam. You know what? It was still said, and, and at the end of the day, it's a racist he's... said enough where he has to explain himself exactly every time and, and, and for the rest of his life. Like and no, that's a bad example. I'm, because I'm bad he, prob- he's like ninety percent probably to do it. Yeah. I mean, they show probable cause. That's an, for yeah. another time, another place. But I'm saying, but like once, once you, once somebody labels you, the world is quick to make you defend yourself, or they'll try to cancel you, or they'll try to they'll try to discredit you at oh, any yeah, chance, chance they get. This uh, with Jazz's whole cancel culture yeah. that we're in now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um. And, and, you know, I do see that it's real, but I don't allow it to affect me. But you know, uh, but, and it, you but, shouldn't allow it to affect you. And but I it could, but it won't, fa- it won't fa- affect this. us directly. Yeah, but it could affect our business. Not even that. That's not even the, the point I was trying to make. It's not that we have to explain ourselves or that it would affect us, because that's the point. We are comics, so we are. We mm-hmm. are gonna keep pushing that, and we're not, and that's our style. If you don't like it, that's why we have the disclaimer. That's why, you know, if you don't like something, you can just turn it off. If it's not literally hurting yeah. someone and it's not physically doing damage, like we're just talking, it's just words. You know, Tucker Carlson says a lot of bullshit that a lot of people don't like. And guess what? They don't watch them. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's people who do. But the problem is, is if we became, it, it, why it does matter what people think about us is because look it. Look at how many avenues they took, and how many and how many um, different ways they try to come after Fred Hampton or people like that, mm-hmm. like Martin Luther Let's King. See. They'll find anything mm-hmm. to break you down. So if your guy that you're basing a whole movement on is the two clowns who like to joke around on podcasts, and they're like, "That's your fucking savior." Mm-hmm. It's like if Jesus Christ was turned out to be. It's like if people found out that Jesus was a stand-up comic. Mm. And he said like racist mm-hmm. jokes when he was in Jerusalem, and they go like, "That's your savior? That's your fucking savior? That guy, the one who said <laughs> Jew jokes? You know that? That's what people will do, especially yeah. nowadays. So yeah. it's not about us getting canceled. It's about because they can't cancel us because we don't got no sponsors. <laughs> that's, true, that's true too. <laughs> but it's about canceling the ideology that's bigger than us. Yeah. It's sh- and that's why mm-hmm. it shouldn't just be like you said. It shouldn't just be about one person. But at the same time. You still need somebody to lead mm-hmm. the march because you need you need one leader to inspire your next leader. You know, like a triangle okay. starts at a point, mm-hmm. and then everything else falls in line. Yeah, that's why we're starting the pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> yeah. So if you donate ten dollars to me, and then don't donate ten dollars to Serge, he'll donate ten dollars to me, and then I'll donate ten dollars to him. Yeah, it works out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nah, nah, but, but nah. But. No, and I like that you use this platform where, you know, you guys are authentic and at the same time, you know, there are no boundaries. Um, and you also have respect for all. You respect everyone. I, like you mentioned, you're not physically hurting anyone or anything like that. And it's, it is great to look at things from a different perspective because, like I said earlier, even with life, life is not linear. It has different avenues and different roads. And, you know, whatever narrative that fits in your mind and that's how you want to go with it, then that's your truth. And then that's okay. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. So if you feel uh, We Family Son is the best fit for you and you love that authenticity and that kind of... Um, uh, openness, like this is great, and I think that's what people need. Um, 
for people to have that option to listen to whatever it fits their like perspective and how they want to see things. And even if someone does see things in, in a certain way, listening to this, like, oh, wow, I never thought of you know, the things that I mentioned earlier or us talking about Fred um, Hampton and his uh, movement. So people are like, oh, well, I never saw it in this way. Thank you guys for letting shedding light into that. You yeah. know, so yeah. I just feel like when people have their, oh, but this person, that's them criticize. That's their story. That's their vision. That's their narrative in their head. Just keep going forward. Just keep uh, talking about it. Keep doing what you're doing mm. and, and just so, and do it for yourself. Don't do it for others, but do it for yourself. You know, so that's just like my way. Of <laughs> we appreciate you. Things. Yeah, and, yeah. That, and that's what it should be. And you just shouldn't... in general, don't feel scared to talk about certain things because of what other people think. That is your truth. Mm. Why would someone else come and, and tell you that your truth is right or wrong? That is your truth. That's your body, your experience, and your journey, and your dream. Who are they to come and tell you that that's not real? You yeah, know? Yeah, so real. <laughs> and I always say, you know, have respect. Um, if you're skeptical about it, then be skeptical about it. You know, the only truth that really does exist is that we're all going to die and taxes are real. That's it. And everything else is like, you know, looking at things from a different perspective. So, you know, if, if you go into things, like I said, from the book with the four agreements and the fifth agreement, you start to see things for what they are and not taking things personal and just learning to like have an open mind and an open heart. And just be yourself. Yeah. You know, and once you kind of have that respect Sorry. for all like you guys do, you wouldn't feel that way. You wouldn't feel offended. You wouldn't feel that this person is attacking. And if someone is trying to hurt you in any way, you know that vibration is wrong and you don't want that to infect yeah. you. So let them talk and just keep it moving and keep moving forward. Because that's what they want to do and, and break you down and put you... Um, in their level and you want to do better you want to do more so it's like that's like like my yeah it's like that song um from audio slave be yourself that's all that you can do Mm. yeah i love audio slave and he rests in peace yeah and same thing to chad bennington Oh, Chester Bennington. Oh, yeah. Chester. Oh, she yeah, called man. you out. Well, I knew she would correct me. <laughs> Wrong. You know oh, what they I say, man. Do not pass go. Do not pass. All white people look alike to me. He's a white man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I knew it was something with a CH. I don't know why I said Chad. Yeah, no, it's fine. Chester. It's That's Chester right. Bennington. Because you know, I was thinking mm-hmm. of Chad Pennington. Like I tell you guys, you know, mm. mental health is extremely important. And thank you mm. for letting me talk about the books and my career path. Uh, there's so much more to come. So, of course, you know, everyone can stay tuned. But again, mental health is extremely important. Absolutely. If you have yeah, something to say, surround yourself with people who actually genuinely care about you. Yeah. And, you know, categorize people in your life <laughs> by the rules that they play. If you have a friend that's only good for going out and having drinks, then go out and have drinks with that person. You have a friend that you can speak your thoughts and you guys could, you know, bounce off on each other's energy, then keep that kind of person around you. Yeah. Uh, if you have friends that you know, you can only shop with and let that let them play that role in your life. Yeah. Don't try to give someone a role that they don't fit in. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. it's um, funny what you said. If you have a friend that only wants to go out for drinks, I was going to say, your friend is probably Ecuadorian. <laughs> <laughs> that's racist. Very funny. It's not yeah, racist. That, that, that's, that's a personal story I've to me. I've seen it. A future where episode. people, and they talk about this in the book, like when people are like, you know, you're trying to make a cat bark. You, a cat is a cat. I don't know. I used to have a cat that used to bark on my window. That's true. You oh, did. okay. Well, yeah. that was a very unique cat, mm-hmm. but just kind of generalizing, like, what a cat does is it, it just it meows, it, it has whiskers, it has uh, a certain look, it has fur. So it's like you're trying to say, hey, cat, I want you to camouflage. Hey, cat, I want you to bark. You, but then that's not his role. That's not the cat's role. We, the we, cat is like, I'm a cat. And yeah. we have to lurk at people for what they are and let them be that role. Let the cat be the cat. And if you're looking for a dog, then go find a dog mm. to play that role that you want the dog to do. So that was like my point. So you can't just think, oh, because you're someone I met at work and you're cool, you're my friend. Or, wow. you know, not everyone's going to play that you... role in your life. And you have to learn to categorize people in what box it's dumb. Yeah. So if your friend fits in that box, like, oh, I have a great friend that I can talk about marketing and business. Well, let them play that role as the marketing and business box. Then you have a box of my OG, my best friend, my mentor. Then you have that person be in that box. And then you do that with other people. And I feel like once you learn to do that, you know, things just go easier. Yeah, and then when you find the cat, you get a litter box. <laughs> yeah. Like you can oh, go and walk it outside and make it a, a dog or any other animal. It just doesn't it. make sense. And I feel a lot of people um, try to do that with other people, trying to change them and try to make them fit this person in this narrative that they have in their mind and, and try to, um, you know, displace that on someone else. And mm. that that is very unfair. Yeah, it's true. And unrealistic. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, I actually have audio of that cat that Serge said used to bark like a dog. Do you want to hear it? Sure. All right, listen. That is a dog. No, I was actually, the last knowledge that his cat gremlin made before he died. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, <laughs> she okay. She's a dog person. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, I guess RP. I love all animals. No, I don't discriminate. Uh, wait, how I many dogs? All animals. All right, real quick before we uh, wrap it up, how many dogs do you have? I have two beautiful boys. Is it, it's uh, Johnny and Rory? Um, their names are Johnny. He's fourteen, and my youngest, um, he's seven, and his name is Roy. Yeah. Nice. And I feature them sometimes on my page. Um, I so if you know all the peer listeners, you know if you guys want to see who they are, they are on my page. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they do cameos on the live. Oh yeah, I've seen them. So, yeah. Do you, so ever, do you ever put makeup on them? No. It's cruelty, Tan. Was, that was a test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a test. Yeah. No, no. No, I don't. I don't do that. <laughs> but I do take care of them, and they have self-care days, too, you know? Aww. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, you know, I I try to give them the best love and the best life that I can give them. Yeah. Do you, you call know? it a dog so day I afternoon? Think, hmm? 
Hmm? <laughs> when you when you um do their um self care days, do you call it the dog day afternoon? Yeah, like I take them to the park or go for walks, get a haircut, give them massages, you know? Mm. Well, we... and, and animals and people, we should all do that for each other and for ourselves because that's important. Absolutely. Important for your health, important for um, your mental health, for everything. So we we really appreciate you taking the time out. Uh, we know how nervous you were and how you thought you yeah. weren't going to be able to talk. <laughs> I want you to know we this is gone. This is an hour and twenty five minutes right now. You've done very Ooh. well. See Thank now you. we're proud of you. That's right. Oh, stop it! No, I'm proud of you. <laughs> no, you you've definitely earned this. Bing bing bing! Positive energy. <laughs> And um, so um, tell everybody where they can reach you at. Um, for your tutorials. And for any, or just for information or just. Or just to add you so they could. Uh, yeah, try to get yeah, you some so more I, followers. Yeah, oh, thank you. So um, from the beginning, my Instagram is Stacy's Way. So it's S-T-A-C-Y-S, two underscores, Way, W-A-Y. And I chose that name because. I like to do things my way and my approach on beauty. So I hope you guys learn a lot. I hope, um, you know, you guys follow and learn everything that you can in beauty and skincare um, yeah. and all yeah, those I great things. <laughs> I do. Yes, you guys sweet. deserve it. <laughs> okay. Remember that you guys deserve to feel and be beautiful mm. in your own approach. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. <laughs> Well, before we go again, um, thank you, and I also want to shout out the Achilles uh, project. That's the oh, yeah, sure. that's the project that they you know they take in donations right now, so they could help uh, people homeless people eat, and like I think they're trying to do like go to third world countries or something like that. I'm not too sure. Yeah, but do you have a website? It's it's on the IG. If you go to the the We Family Sun page uh, IG and just at, look up the Achilles family. project, all right, you cool. can find it. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, yeah. I'll definitely donate. Yeah. Oh wow! Thank you. Of course. All right. So, thank you again, Stacy. You officially get the We Family Son oh, bump. Thank you guys. Yay! We family Son. <laughs> I want a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Those are coming soon. Don't worry. You'll be one of the first oh, people to know. Awesome. You'll be one of the first okay. people we charge for it. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. We got you. <laughs> awesome. Uh, All right. And to sign off, I'm Joe. I'm Serge, and. And, I'm Stacy. <laughs> and this was We Family, son. Alright, go. Yo, 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 y